0: From APM, this is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. When students struggle to find an answer in school, it's tempting for teachers to want to jump in and help right away. But research shows that a little struggle, or even a little failure, can be good for students because they learn how to overcome challenges. One popular term for this kind of approach is growth mindset a term coined by Stanford psychologist Carol Dweck. It means that students who view intelligence as pliable, something they can work towards, that they show greater persistence when they are faced with difficult tasks. In contrast, students who think of intelligence as fixed are more easily stumped by setbacks and more hesitant to try new things. This idea has become so popular in education circles that many schools are trying to weave a growth mindset into the curriculum and make it part of school culture. This week, we'll hear a story from California about a group of Bay Area schools that's using growth mindset to help motivate students, and the schools claim to be getting good results. KQED reporter Katrina Schwartz has the story.
1: Greatness happens outside your comfort zone.
2: Teachers at Arroyo High are hammering home one message at the start of this school year.
1: We want you to stretch outside your comfort zone all the time. And if you do that, is there an outside chance you may fail? Yes. Absolutely. And so you pull yourself up, you get up and you do it again. But greatness never happens inside your comfort zone.
2: Science teacher Jim Clark started out as a
1: basketball coach.
2: He's got a kind of easy, teasing manner that loosens kids up.
1: Anybody ever been whitewater rafting? Uh, You guys both? Oh, that's cute. Together? (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> embarrassed.
2: Clark is trying to get freshmen to approach school like they would sports practice or playing an instrument. He wants them to take risks in class.
1: Smart isn't being right fast. It's working through things and understanding things eventually.
2: Much of the tech industry has already embraced failing forward. Entrepreneurs aren't even taken seriously unless they've got a few failures under their belts. In schools, not so much. Failure has been a dirty word. Until now. Stanford professor Carol Dweck has a lot to do with the shift. We have to teach kids and maybe even more important their parents not to fall apart if a kid doesn't get an A right away or get some red marks on the paper. In fact, those students should be begging the teacher for red marks on the paper so they can do better. Dweck is something of an education superstar right now because of her work on growth mindset. When people say things like, I'm not a math person, that's a fixed mindset. They don't think they can improve. But when kids believe their abilities change with effort, they naturally approach challenges with more optimism. At Arroyo High, senior Adeline Rodriguez really gets this. As a freshman, it was tough.
1: When I started school, I was like, you know those kids that aren't really like, oh, school, that was me. And then like now, like... I look forward to my classes, like, it's different, I feel different.
2: Rodriguez used to hate science.
1: After having, like, talks with Mr. Clark, like, he would tell me, like, you need to push yourself, that's how you're going to grow, you know. Be confident. You're not always going to be successful in your first tries, but you can get there.
2: Now she's got college-level courses on her transcript. Her teacher, Jim Clark, says a growth mindset is especially important for these students most of whom are going to be the first in their family to go to college and who don't always expect a lot from themselves.
1: Redefining smart as something that is more effort-based than genetic-based has opened the door for the kids. They don't feel like they're behind other kids any longer because they feel that their future is in their own hands, that if they just work through their problems, they're going to be okay.
2: But the last thing teens want is to make mistakes in front of their peers. That's why Arroyo hosts a summer program where incoming freshmen practice putting themselves out there in front of each other. Teachers want them to start thinking about how they learn. It all starts with
0: Metacognition. Let me give you a second to write that down.
2: It's a big theme in India Rogers' health class.
1: Metacognition simply means being aware of your thinking, having a growth mindset or a fixed mindset
2: is not at your age and even at my age. I need in my growth mindset to realize when I goof up as a teacher or as a parent so I can fix it. But how do you grade for failure? Well, teachers now reward risk-taking. If kids bomb quizzes or homework at the beginning of a unit, it doesn't count as much against them. Showing they get the concept by the end does. That means teachers have to keep an open mind about the academic abilities of their students. In essence, they have to apply a growth mindset to their own teaching practices. Jim Clark says not every teacher could handle it.
1: Some honestly just said, you know what, I this is, this is not for me. I'm going to go into another environment where I don't have to do this. And uh, we're okay with that.
2: Clark has simple advice for other districts trying to implement similar programs.
1: Start now. Fail often. <laughs> Fail frequently. Figure out what you did wrong and then do it again and fix that and just keep moving forward.
2: In San Lorenzo, the model's catching on. District leadership wants growth mindset in every high school by the start of next year. I'm Katrina Schwartz, KQED News.
0: Katrina Schwartz is a staff writer for MindShift, which is the education blog from KQED in San Francisco. Next week on the podcast, we'll hear from an education writer who says the growth mindset approach is flawed. You can find a link to MindShift at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org, where you'll also find podcasts about issues in K-12 and higher education, and where you can browse our archive of more than 100 documentary projects. That's AmericanRadioWorks.org. We'd love to hear what this podcast made you think about, whether you'll share it with friends or colleagues, did it change your ideas about motivating kids? Any of those things, let us know at AmericanRadioWorks.org. We are on Facebook at American.RadioWorks, and you can follow us on Twitter at AM RadioWorks. Support for American RadioWorks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, Lumina Foundation, and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.